Should Donald Trump have gone to Pittsburgh to the funerals? Yes. Will I get attacked for saying that? Yep. But welcome to 2018 when I'm damned if I do and I'm damned if I don't because covering anything Donald Trump these days gets the messenger. Nothing but hate. Donald Trump is not responsible for the slaying of 11 Jews in their house of worship this past Saturday. He is many things, but a hateful, bloodthirsty anti-Semite is not one of them. But according to the left-leaning Jewish group called Ben the Ark, he's not welcome in Pittsburgh. They've got a petition with 57 signatures telling Trump to stay away, and they had a protest outside the funerals. Rabbi Jeffrey Myers disagreed. Rabbi Myers says it's not a day to show anger, and that he can say that is quite something. He was in the Tree of Life shul on Saturday. He was in the middle of service when he heard the shots. He heard people he knew crying for help. He heard them dying. And yet, despite the finger-pointing, the politics, and the blame game, the rabbi has made it clear, today is not a time for bitterness. It's a day to celebrate and give thanks to the very people he helped bury. If the rabbi who saw unimaginable carnage can park his politics and welcome the president, why can't his critics? Well, because it doesn't fit their politics. And that is what this is, politics. This same rabbi now receiving death threats because of his position. Because I guess watching a bloodbath hasn't been quite enough for him. Now he's going to get death threats. I mean, the irony is not lost on me. But further proves that many are putting a political spin on this to push their own agenda, which is a total dishonor to the dead. Part of Trump's job as president is to unite the nation in times of crisis. Can he? Well, that is debatable. America is as divided as it's ever been, but it was divided for a long time before Trump arrived. He hasn't helped it. His flirtation with the alt-right early on in his campaign should have been clearly denounced. It was not. And he doesn't help himself treating all appearances as score settlers. His automatic response is to attack. And while he is right that there are some very bad actors hell-bent on disrupting his government, there is a time and a place for that. And now is not the time, certainly not the place. Pittsburgh pain is not and should not be used as a vote grab. And that goes for both sides. But what Trump lacks in in compassion, he makes up for in his directness, calling the carnage exactly what it is. His language on the rise of anti-Semitism has been far more direct than any other president. And his actions on Israel have far outweighed his predecessor's talk. And for that, he deserves credit. But there are lessons to be learned here on all sides. While Trump shouldn't be blamed for these killings, he does need to turn down the volume, stop feeding his trolls. And he needs to be presidential. He needs to lead. But his critics also need to step back and let him try. They need to stop parsing his every word, stop the hysteria, try to actually see beyond beyond the noise to the actual cause of this hate-filled carnage. But that I'm even talking about this will get me a flood of hate. I purposely avoid talking about Donald Trump because if I say anything positive about him, I get yelled at. And if I criticize him, I get yelled at. So my approach with Trump has always been give credit when it's due, and criticize when it's warranted. I call that being fair. But if anything good can come out of Pittsburgh, may it be that everyone stop, listen, and actually learn. 11 Jews were slaughtered because of their faith. Stop using this massacre as an excuse to pin this on ideological and political enemies. If you truly care about Jew hatred and what led to the murders of these Jews, root out the anti-Semitism from among the groups that you identify with. Don't pretend it's not there, because it is. It's wide out in the open on both sides. And that is my point on point for this October 30th.